Isaiah, when I read your words this past week, I could hear that you had joined your colleagues, those other Old Testament prophets. And yes, we've gotten the message loud and clear that worship can become hollow. We can go through the motions. We can just check off the box. We can pretend that we can come here to worship and just get this over with so we can go back to abusing the poor and the weak and the vulnerable. And Isaiah, I was reminded of some work I did when I was working on my doctorate, and it said worship could be used as a means of avoiding the presence of God instead of having a real encounter with a holy one. And Isaiah, I remember a line from long ago that it said, my task as a preacher and maybe your task as a prophet was to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable And here, Isaiah, you really stick it to people (laughs) as you call them to true religion, religion that's not so much spiritual as it is very material, very earthy, very earthly, to feed the hungry and to house the homeless, to clothe the naked and to break oppression. But Isaiah, here's where I have a problem with you. You see, we already do these things. (laughs) We already practice true religion as you define it. In fact, we feel guilty because we don't do more. Isaiah, around here, we're well off, we're highly educated, we're quite powerful, and yet we feel afflicted. We overfunction. We're crazy busy. <laughs> Even youth whose constant companion is stress, who know pressure on a first name basis. We already do all of these holy acts. Today, we have an offering here at the communion rail, Isaiah, for Queen Lola. Many of us have gone to her ministry on the east side of Austin where she feeds those who live on the streets. We've worked in her kitchen. We've fixed her bus. We volunteer hours there. Today, we're giving gifts of food to Queen Lola who's been doing this for 12 years on the east side of Austin. And, and beyond Queen Lola, I mean, mobile loaves and fishes, we make those sandwiches, we go on those runs out in the community, delivering those meals to the homeless. And there's a group that gets up very early on Tuesday mornings to do the breakfast for the homeless at First United Methodist Church. And we provide food for Grace Food Pantry at Granite Shoals. We, we get it, Isaiah. We're already doing it, feeding the hungry And housing the homeless, I mean, we're about to start another Habitat build. This one in Bastrop, it's a Methodist build. Many of us have sweated, we've pounded nails, we've painted, we've done the yard work, we've established relationships with families. Beyond that community first, that that new community over there, 27 acres where people are moving from homeless to their first micro-homes. Others work on foundation for the homeless. We, We do this already, Isaiah and clothing those who don't have clothes. I mean, in December, we had coats for kids, and we went down there on a Saturday morning and passed out those 20,000 or something coats and give clothes to Salvation Army and Goodwill. And breaking the bonds, breaking oppression, untying restraints. Or just this past week, 
At First United Methodist Church downtown, we hosted a luncheon for Muslims. We served falafel. <laughs> we registered them to vote. We stood in a circle, linking arms around them so that they would feel protected as they were there before the legislature. In Lake Travis United Methodist Church, they hosted the Muslim community whose mosque had burned down. So Isaiah, we already do this. What do you have to say to us today? What? That God doesn't just want our holy acts. God wants us. God doesn't want a what. God wants who? Us. God wants a relationship with us. God wants to save us by grace. Isaiah, your words still speak to us when you say the Lord will guide you continually and provide for you even in parched places. We know something about parched places. You'll be like a watered garden, spring of water that won't run dry. That's, that's what we need to hear. That's what we need. That's who we need, a Savior. Isaiah, maybe that's why we've come to worship today, to hear your words again, so that we might practice true religion. Amen.